Welcome to Building Charleston, a podcast where we shine a bright light on the dynamic companies changing the landscape of Charleston, South Carolina. My name is Matt Chapdelaine, and as your host each week, I'll be bringing you the most interesting business owners in the Lowcountry. We'll explore how they got to where they are, what they're working on, and what their vision is for the future of Charleston. Thank you for being here. I hope you enjoy this week's episode. This episode of Building Charleston is brought to you by Lane Commercial Real Estate, the Low Country's premier commercial real estate brokerage firm focused exclusively on representing Charleston's office, retail, and industrial tenants. If you're responsible for your company's real estate needs and your company is expanding, downsizing, looking to open a new location, or opening the first office in the Charleston area, give us a call at 843-508-3038 or go to our website at www.lanecre.com. That's L-A-I-N-E-C-R-E.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Building Charleston podcast, where we take a moment each week to meet the leaders who are changing the landscape of Charleston, South Carolina. My name is Matt Chapdelaine. It is March 2019, and today we're going to be discussing something we all have but rarely think about until we really, really need it. So what am I talking about? I'm talking about insurance. Now, maybe you think about insurance every day. Totally okay. But no one I've met in the Charleston area thinks more about her clients and their needs when it comes to insurance more than our guest this morning. So today, we're very excited to have Sarah Williams-Scalise from Blueprint Insurance. A Blueprint is a newer, smaller, but really rapidly growing independent insurance company based in the low country, providing innovative solutions to Charleston's homeowners and business owners. So Sarah, welcome to the podcast. Thanks. Sarah is one of the best people that I've met since moving to the Charleston area. It's really great to have you on the podcast. You know, in life, you're lucky to meet really good people. And then when it comes to business, you're lucky to meet people who are really good at their business, but not so often do you really find someone who comes with both in one package. Sarah, what makes Blueprint so powerful? So like you're talking about, Matt, we started in 2011 and we are Mm -hmm. small, but I like to say we're small, but mighty. So we involve ourselves into the community on a daily, weekly, monthly, annual basis. It's very important for us to know the landscape of Charleston, which is our main focal point in terms of market share, and know which businesses are growing, which industries are up and coming, and know the companies kind of before they're on the radar of the bigger independent insurance agencies as well. Okay. So what what was the motivation? What was the catalyst to to create Blueprint? So it's not, I know a lot of people are like, is this part of the Jay-Z movement and his music? (laughs) That was was my next question. Yeah, we'll definitely tie it into that for sure and tag him (laughs) on Instagram. But honestly, it was started in 2011 by Aaron Leninger. He worked for another independent agency here, which was sizably bigger and just saw a need for a boutique independent agency. So when I say boutique, I don't mean like a women's clothing store. I mean, we're just small. I mean, there's four of us. We hired the fourth person two weeks ago. So to your point, we are growing, but we also all have a hand in everything that goes on on a daily basis. And I think that's kind of our secret 
is that if someone's out sick, if someone is in a meeting, we can all pick up where they left off. So a client is never left hanging in the balance or waiting for that phone call back. You know, we all pitch in and use our CRM and Google and email and all of our tools to make sure that we're there for the client whenever they need us in whatever capacity. That's awesome. Well, when it comes to the Jay-Z reference, I know that that album's won a lot of awards. I just saw recently the other day that it won some, some very prestigious award for being some you know, top top album of all time or some something along those lines. So if you do uh, pattern yourself after that, that's not a bad path to go, but it sounds like you're, you're blazing your own path, if you will. And that's really awesome. So you know, one of the things I found interesting when I moved to the Charleston area is there's some insurance needs that are different. You know, up north, obviously, we don't have hurricanes. There's, you know, different elements. There are a lot of people moving to the Charleston area from outside of the south, or at least the Charleston area. What are the unique insurance needs that newcomers would need to know about? Well, to your point, we get a hurricane. We get at least one name storm that comes near our coast, if not two, and on our coast every year in September or October, typically. Mm -hmm. So flooding is a big issue. We're called the low country because we're below sea level. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. it makes for great landscapes and Instagram photos, but it's not super fun when we get high tide and a full moon (laughs) or Mm -hmm. when we get any kind of storm surge after a hurricane or a big storm event. So flood insurance is changing as we speak. Um, There's going to be some new changes to the FEMA flood program next year, which they're going to roll out and essentially base flood off of how consistently your area or your home geographically floods historically. So that's not sounding super great for us here in Charleston. It's probably great for my family in upstate New York where they never get flooding, but we'll kind of see how that changes real estate, to be honest with you. And then Charleston's also lucky enough to be located on a fault line down here that not a lot of people know about. So earthquake insurance is definitely something that we have to talk to people about that move from other areas. You know, the people from California that are moving here are pretty familiar with how that works, but people that move from the Northeast or the Midwest aren't super familiar with it. So that's a piece on the homeowners or business property side. And then golf carts are a form of transportation down here, which I never would have thought of growing up in upstate New York. So (laughs) Golf cart insurance, if you're driving these things on the road, you got to get them registered with the DMV, just like your car. And then you've got to get some, at least, liability insurance on there. And golf carts are considered on a motorcycle policy. So that's kind of a fun tip that not a lot of people know. It's interesting. You know, Charleston gets so many accolades for so many great things. We've got great weather. We've got, obviously, the, the conditions where you can drive a golf cart around. There's so many positive things that are going on in the, in the Charleston area that sometimes you do have to take a minute and step back and say, hey, wait, you know, nothing in life is perfect. There are dangers that, you know, that can't exist, and I need to you know, protect myself against those, those dangers. You, know, you talked about flood insurance. I've seen some interesting statistics on the need for flood insurance and who has it, who doesn't. How many people would you, would you best guess in the Charleston area don't have flood insurance but probably need it? So everyone that gets a loan on their home, if their home is located in a flood zone that's AE or VE, it's just a higher risk flood zone elevation-wise, mm-hmm. needs to have it. But the people where it's optional in an X flood zone, it's still a flood zone, 
but it's just going to be affected by something like the thousand-year flood, if anything at all. So the people that where flood is optional, they are probably 20 to 30 percent there in terms of having a flood policy in place. But the other, I would say, majority that don't, in quotes, need to have it for their home opt to not pay that extra under $500 a year to insure against flood. Seems like a, a reasonable deal, $500 to protect uh, you know, such a, such a valuable asset. But I, I guess if the stories are true, then a lot of people don't have it. So I, I assume Blueprint takes care of flood insurance. So if the listeners listening to this podcast and they've got questions about it, you'd be a, a good person to talk to. Yeah, absolutely. We write through FEMA. So that's obviously through the federal government. And we also provide a couple of different options for private flood insurance. So if your home is super old, built in the 60s or later than that, and you're in an AE or VE flood zone, sometimes the government option is just not very cost effective. So we've got other markets too that we can shop out and see what it'll come out to. That's great. So, you know, so I mentioned earlier that Blueprint is a newer company. You're really not. I mean, you've been around since 2011 and, you know, yourself, you moved to the area much like me, you know, a while back. What, what's been probably the hardest part as you see it establishing, you know, a, a younger business in the Charleston market and then establishing yourself as an insurance expert in the Charleston market? Sure. So Charleston is a very unique place to live and work. And I've lived in many other larger cities kind of along the East Coast. And it's a, and I think a lot of people say this once they've been here for a little while, but it's a city with a small town feel. So, you know, being out there in the community and being part of organizations that you feel passionate about as a business person here in Charleston is extremely important. You know, volunteering and just being involved and going to events and constantly growing your network is really important. And over the past two years of being with Blueprint myself, that's been my role is to be out there meeting new people, kind of the face of the company on a very daily level versus just a social media presence or just the big events every year. I mean, we really want to know what's going on here in Charleston. Okay. And you're, and when you say you're out there networking, you, you're talking to homeowners, so individuals, as well as businesses, right? You service both. Right. Yep. So we, and a lot of times there's overlap, right? If you're a business owner, you might own a home. And if you're a homeowner, you might have a business. And so it's just getting to know people on that level where it's not just transactional and we're shopping out a policy and sending a quote and getting something in place, but really knowing what they have going on in their lives and what risk they're potentially exposed to, how much liability they need. That's what's important to us and essentially why Aaron chose to name the agency Blueprint. You know, a lot of independent agencies are named after people and families, which is mm -hmm. great. But he's a creative mind. He minored in graphic design in college. So being in that creative space is important. And for us, we kind of think of it as working and partnering with our clients to create kind of a risk management, I guess you could call it, blueprint for their lives and what they have going on. I like it. So going back to, you know, we heard about things that are kind of unique to the area about, you know, golf cart insurance, hurricane insurance. As you talk to 
businesses or you talk to homes, is there a theme that you, you see where people are uninsured, underinsured, or have a lapse in coverage? Because I'm sure people are listening to this podcast thinking, hmm, you know, uh, you know, I never thought about those things. You know, wh- what else am I missing? Is there a theme that, that you see where people who you meet on a, you know, on a regular basis, they're just missing that thing that should be an aha moment? Yeah, I mean, if they haven't had an insurance review with their agent in the past year as a homeowner, but especially as a business owner, then they need Mm -hmm. to call us or call their agent and just sit down and make sure they feel comfortable with their coverages and deductibles. But any business that's gone through a growth spurt, that's a great time to revisit insurance and make sure they have the proper coverage. And the same thing with a homeowner, if they've done renovations, added on to the home replace the roof. I mean, these are all any changes that are made good or bad with the home or the business. Those are the times that people should be re-upping their insurance or at least revisiting it. Okay. When we met, I was impressed. You saved me almost a thousand dollars in just probably the first 15 minutes of talking. Is there an average? How much do you save your, you know, an average new customer the first time you meet them? Well, we don't like to sound like we're Geico, you know, call us and we save you a million dollars in 15 minutes. And we certainly don't have a little mascot gecko, but obviously the goal is, especially on the business side, to save businesses as much as possible in terms of insurance premiums so they can put that back into their business. So we actually do for homeowners, we kind of just do like a six month check-in. Hey, any renovations? Did you get a dog? Did you get a pool, et cetera. And then with business owners, every renewal, every year when any policy renews, we look at it internally. And if the premium has gone up, if we just notice that they've lost some credits or whatever the case is, We revisit that. We shop it out. You know, being an independent agent is great because we can work with a multitude of carriers. We don't have to just stick them with one carrier for the lifetime of having that client in our books. So, again, reviewing things are very important for the home and business owner, but also to know that your agent is doing that on the other side. That's really where we find the most value with our clients. Okay. So if I'm listening to this podcast, I'm thinking, man, I, you know, I don't know. I know what I don't know. And I need to figure out what the solution is. How would they get in touch with you? What's the best way to get in touch with you? So you can email me, Sarah, S-A-R-A-H at blueprotects.com, or you can just go to our website, blueprotects.com. And there's a way to email and or call us there. But I always like to start with just a review if someone already has insurance in place. I mean, best case scenario, they have exactly what they need at the right premium and everything looks great. And at least now they understand what they have. But worst case scenario, they're overpaying or they're underinsured or, you know, they're going through growth and it's just the last thing that they even think about. So, and we're able to help them in that way. Okay. What do you see the future for Blueprint being? What is the Blueprint for Blueprint? Are you hiring? Are you looking to grow? (laughs) So we just hired. So now there's four of us at Blueprint. And Caleb started two weeks ago. So very fresh to the insurance scene. But we're going to continue our growth and base it out of Charleston. You know, we're licensed in North Carolina, South Carolina, and Georgia. But that's really for our clients here in Charleston that have a rental property or second home in the mountains or a warehouse or storage facility 
outside Atlanta, you know, those kinds of situations. So we're, we're going to continue being based out of Charleston. We want to continue being a boutique option for clients. We think that being small but mighty is really what sets us apart from a lot of other competitors here. And so we want to continue down that road, but we're always looking to, to take on new clients, at least sit down for that consultation or review process. And then hopefully it works out for both of us. That's great. Really interesting stuff. Now, tell me, you know, macro level, big picture, you've obviously been in Charleston for a while. You've seen probably a ton of the growth that's happened. What's your vision for Charleston? Where's the opportunity? What are the challenges? Where do you see Charleston in five to 10 years from now? So I've been in Charleston for three and a half years, and I've seen some significant growth and changes, good and bad. So I think it's always hard from an infrastructure standpoint to stay alongside that growth, especially when it's as extreme as it is here in the low country. But Charleston is a great place for startups and entrepreneurs. You know, I always say it's very fertile, which sounds weird, but a great community that supports anyone that wants to start their business. I sit down with a lot of people who have worked in corporate America and now have found since moving to Charleston that they want to start their own business. It could be a consultant. It could be some kind of service for small business owners. It could be a consumer business. I mean, it's really it's really enlightening to have those conversations on a daily basis because I can't say that I've lived anywhere else and kind of felt that you know, small business thriving vibe before. And I think with everyone moving here, good or bad, it gives Charleston the opportunity to disrupt kind of in quotes, the good old boys club with innovation and new and young energy and kind of changing the culture. You know, it's still obviously geographically a Southern city, But I think that there are just so many people with different viewpoints and backgrounds and accents that it's no longer just what you would think of probably back in like the 1800s, 1900s. That is excellent insight. Sarah, thank you for being on the show. I really like listening and hearing what you had to say. I typically like to wrap up the Built in Charleston podcast with a little bit of a pro tip. And for the listeners who are out there, we are recording this episode about two weeks from tax time. So if you haven't filled out your taxes yet, you're about to take out all your financial statements and summarize them together in one glorious IRS document. There are few better times to take a hard look at where your money's going. I spent about 15 minutes with Sarah and she saved me a lot of money. I, plus, I got better coverage. So to the listeners, what other expenses on your P&L for your personal financial statement or your business have gotten a little bloated over the years? Life moves really, really fast, and the days go by really fast, and we only get a few chances to stop and take a comprehensive look at where our money's going. So taxes suck no matter when, no matter what. So why not make the most of the exercise that you're about to go through and take a look at your expenses and see where you can make a little bit more money this year in a very easy way. Probably the best way to start by calling Sarah, but that's just one man's opinion. So if you like this episode and you want to hear more, please like the podcast and subscribe. We publish each week and we have a lot more exciting interviews that are on deck and on the way. With that, thank you one last time to Sarah from Blueprint. Thank you to the listeners and everyone make it a great day. Thanks, Matt. 
This episode of Building Charleston is brought to you by Lane Commercial Real Estate, the Low Country's premier commercial real estate brokerage firm focused exclusively on representing Charleston's office, retail, and industrial tenants. If you're responsible for your company's real estate needs and your company is expanding, downsizing, looking to open a new location, or opening the first office in the Charleston area, give us a call at 843-508-3038 or go to our website at www.lanecre.com. That's L-A-I-N-E-C-R-E.com.